31 episodes. Wow, got here really quick. In this episode, we're going to talk about some of the highlights and some of the lowlights from this year's golf season. Golf is not that hard. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's why we cut through all the highbrow golf BS to give you what you really need to know to enjoy the golfing experience. I'm Doug Smith. And I'm Cheyenne Woods. And together we have over 50 years experience playing the game of golf at every level. Every week we'll break down a new topic in 10 minutes or less, answering some of the most popular questions in golf today. You're welcome. 2019 has been a very eventful year, whether it's people winning majors, rules changing, social media. There's been a lot going on this year. So much movement, so much movement. First, I think we need to discuss the fact that we launched the podcast this year. That is a major, major highlight. highlight. This is definitely Birdie's. No BS, literally. Like literally, see how I did that? Literally, this is Birdie's and not BS. Yeah, it's been great to bring a lot of topics to people's attention, for us to get some of our opinions out, Absolutely. and to spread, you know, how great this game is to everybody. Spread the love of golf. That's all it is. But, you know, I got to start with it because it started off our golf season. A little guy named T-Dubs getting the W at the Masters. I mean, I was in tears. I can only imagine what it was like for you seeing Tiger reclaim the throne as Tiger freaking Woods. Yeah, I would say for me, that was a highlight. And a low light because, <laughs> unfortunately, I missed the entire thing. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was playing that. my own golf tournament. Damn. But I would have to say that is one of the best moments of 2019. By far. I mean, for all of us who started playing the game because of Tiger, we saw his first Masters win. And I think this one might have been even more emotional just because of the roller coaster that we've seen. Absolutely. And the emotion that we've seen from him for one of the first times with his family there and just all of the struggles we know that he's gone through on the golf course. So, yeah, yeah I mean, to, to win your first one in 1997 and then win another one in 2019. I mean, that's excellence. That's major. That is dominance. That is Tiger-esque. But you know what? As we speak of the Masters and Tiger winning it, I think there's another milestone to be mm-hmm. celebrated this year, the first year of the Augusta National Women's Amateur. That was so major this year. This was the first time in the history of Augusta National, which is a club that has been one of the most prestigious country clubs in the world, really. Yeah, absolutely. First time they've had women compete. And so the top women amateurs went and my girl, Jennifer Cupcho, took home the championship, Wake Forest alumni. But it was awesome to see the best. Wow. Really? (laughs) Go wait. You demon deacon, you you demon deacon. Hate us over here. Gotta have haters too. But again, a major moment in 2019 with women competing at Augusta National. Not only that, but it was amazing golf. It was I mean, I know golf. so many people who were tuned in that never watched women's golf before, let alone collegiate women's golf. And Jennifer and Maria, they played phenomenal golf. They went below. It was a boxing match. It wasn't even a golf tournament. And that was fantastic to watch. And shout out to both of them who are now playing professionally. You know, one thing that I that I, th- I thought could have been another major moment was, was Brooks Kepka contending to win a potentially three U.S. Open championships in a row. Like, the fact to win two is crazy. Some Johnny Miller stuff, but he almost won a third. I think the fact that Brooks has positioned himself this year where he is to be so dominant and to have his name brought up in these major championships and be in contention, to have the opportunity and the chance to win a third 
is mind-blowing. We've Absolutely. never seen that before. Never. But you know what? I could have done without the ESPN magazine spread. You know what? I'm not done, even going to bring I, it up. I could have done without the body issue, Brooks. You know what? You had a great season on the golf course. Not such a great season in the magazine. Speaking of opens, one of my favorite moments of the year was the British on the women's side. Hanako Shibuno from Japan won the British Open. Not only was it her first win, win on the LPJ Tour, she wasn't even a member. It was her first time ever competing outside of Japan. It was the most amazing thing I'd it's, ever it's, seen. It's a story dreams are made of. You know what, what's more interesting is she won over the entire golf world that week by how she carried herself on and off the golf course. I mean, she was a beacon of light in the golf industry in the game that week. And what a fun tournament to watch. I mean, she birdied the 72nd hole in the British Open to win. And that's the stuff people pay to see. And just the whole week in general, she was known as the Smiling Cinderella, I guess is her nickname. She smiles throughout the entire round, giving high fives to the crowd. Her manager, every single day, I don't know if a lot of people heard this, dressed up in different costumes (laughs) and walked alongside her so that she would stay happy throughout the round. Just a really cool moment in women's golf. That's a real, like, supporter of you. It's a ride or die. That's ride or die. (laughs) Like, when you put a costume on to make somebody smile in the biggest moment of their life, that's... I got to talk to my management. I know, right? We we might have to redo some things. No, I'm kidding. I'm only kidding. But you know what? With all the highlights, there are lowlights. I'm going to jump back to some highlights, but we got to talk a little bit. One, the redo of the PGA Tour schedule this year with the condensed major calendar just to get out of the way for football wasn't a fan at all. They crunched in so much golf that they made a lot of other events completely irrelevant, like the Honda, which I really like. I really enjoy the Honda Classic. They made it irrelevant, and I felt like every time I looked up, there was a major. It's tough because it doesn't give you a lot of time to look forward to something, and I'm sure as players, it doesn't give you much time to then prep, but it is very strange and very tough to get used to as a fan watching it. It's back to back to back, it yeah. feels like. I don't want to get used to it. I want it to go how it's been and how it should be. Like, don't change <laughs> you sound what works. so old right I am now. old. No, I'm old. Like, it was it was a complete sprint. The whole major was. season was a sprint. I mean, you started the Masters and then it was over all of a sudden. And then you flipped two majors. It doesn't end with the PGA Championship. It ends with the British Open. I'm not a fan. Just like I'm not a fan of dropping from my freaking knee. That's a rule that I could not get used to this year. I had to or else I'd be penalized. But definitely from the knee is awkward. I don't like it. It's stupid. And I wish it would go away. About pace of play. I never have an issue with pace of play, but apparently the media does and the PGA Tour does. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of information this year. I mean, like like guys like J.B. Holmes consistently in the news for being slow. Birdies are BS with slow play, Cheyenne. I mean, slow play is always BS. No one wants to be out there all day. Let me just get up there, hit my shot. You've got the information. Go through your routine and just get it done. You know, another low light, Matt Kuchar. Like your whole life. I love Kuch. I love him too, but this season was a low light. He had a rough, he had a few rough moments. He had a rough year. And you know what? I'm going to start by the low light of him winning an event with a local caddy and giving him pennies on the dollar. That's a tricky situation. (laughs) You know, caddies, you have to, you have to pay them, whether they're a local or professional. It just doesn't look good. And especially when you win a tournament and you're winning millions of dollars. He was courtesy, cheap. He was right? cheap and it came out. And even though he, he made it right later, it's it's what's sad that so many people had to stand up for the caddy yeah. and what was right. Because down there, you know, he won the event in Mexico and the money that he that he gave the caddy is life changing. The way it played out was ugly. And let's hope that 2020 is a better year for Matt Kuchar. You know, on the other side of golf and white guys in golf, 
<laughs> Let's talk about Phil Mickelson making his foray to social media, hitting high bombs and letting it fly. Phil, welcome to social media. We thank you. We love you. Keep up the content. I love it. I've never seen this side of Phil before. I grew up watching him and I love him way more right, than way more. I ever have. I knew he had a personality. Yeah, I love his little chip tips and his calf raises and his <laughs> thumb exercises yeah because first of all i thought phil was just the guy to give the thumbs up which yeah. actually made me not like a lot phil. of practice it's like, goes into that he trains let's for just that. give you a thumbs yeah. up and a tip of the cap like thumbs up tip of the cap that was phil mixon to me phil thank you for not being lame i thought you were you're not fantastic want to pick it up though now tony Finau with his son drace on the tee box just all of a sudden going ham on golf balls getting 200 miles an hour ball speed with swing speeds up to the 134 that's nuts yeah we got to get him into the long drive competition because i think he would kill it you give him like a long driver and let him actually unleash the power of tony Finau. He might compete. He, would kill it. he might, you know, compete with Kyle Berkshire winning the long drive championship this year. All right. Tiger is obviously a great highlight, but most recently, mine has to be this 2019 Solheim Cup. Did you watch it? No. Oh, my God. I did not. I didn't watch it. I was I am traveling. I was so ashamed of you. No, I was traveling. I know. I, get I was it. traveling. I, I, get get, it. I get, didn't get a chance. Life on the road. This, I don't want to say I didn't watch it. I watched the highlights on Golf Channel. I didn't actually get to see much of the action. It's, I watched the entire thing, and this was the closest thing to a Tiger Woods 18th hole fist pump epic moment that I've ever experienced, Absolutely. to be honest. For it to come down, it's a full three days Solheim Cup, similar to Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. Full three days comes down to the 18th hole for half a point. Suzanne Patterson, who has not played in the last 18 months after giving childbirth, was a very controversial pick. captain's pick. Absolutely she was. Made a 12-footer to win the entire thing for her continent of Europe, her team. In Scotland, the home of golf, it was such a special moment for the entire game of golf. You know, one thing, it's the stuff dreams are made of. To have a career like hers, to go out on top, is how I hope all of our heroes can go out. What an amazing event. The best mic drop, I think, of all sporting careers. That <laughs> No, that's, that's definitely. And you know what? Just like us right now, I'm about to drop the mic because that's all for this episode. There were so many great moments in 2019. A few low ones. We want to keep talking to you about them on Birdies Not BS, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Hit us up. Share your favorite moments of the year. Or, of course, birdiesnotbs.com.